Hello, welcome to episode 44 with Terry Maxwell. She is a speaker, author, CEO of Share on Purpose, which is a company that has created many brands, including Shift Co., which is a business business growth community for conscious business owners. I think that's really cool. So this is a really good episode, just like all of them. Uh, Some things that you'll learn in this episode is what Terry's grandfather told her in eighth grade that changed her life and how she gets through setbacks in life. Lots of great tips and lessons discussed in this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Just a few announcements. Cisco is away on his third annual cycling ride with Tim. This time they're in Europe, they're in France, but you can keep track of what's going on by following uh, Cisco on Instagram at Cisco Naira. He's also on Facebook, easy to find. Um, Also, an announcement for me is that I have rebranded and my business is kind of a little changed, Not, not too much, but you can find out more at my new website, radiateloveforkids.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Soul Quest episode 44. We are delighted to have Terry Maxwell with us today. Thank you so much, Terry, for taking the time to share your journey with us. Oh, I'm so glad to be here and I love your work and just grateful to support it. So let's start. This is on our podcast, we love to hear about everyone, you know, this, the journey of different people and how childhood made a difference in the in your adult life and challenges from childhood, challenges from adult and how they all kind of evolved into where you are now. So could you begin in the beginning of your childhood? What was that like? It sounds like it was very challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So both of my parents were alcoholics and we were very poor and I was beaten and abused in every way possible. But um, I had an angel in my life that was my grandpa. And the lesson that I always like to share um, that I think will help your listeners is um, I, he taught me that you get what you focus on. And there was a one particular very poignant um, experience where I was a basketball player, like eighth grade, ninth grade. And that sports were how I really handled my stress and So in the first half we were winning and I was cocky and second half we come out and the coach recognized the opposing coach recognized that I dribbled the ball down the right side of the court with my right hand. So he set up what's called a trap. Long story short, six times I went to the exact same spot where they trapped me and they took the ball or I fouled them six times. I went to the exact same spot. We lost the game. I was furious and I stormed out of the gym and went to my grandpa and said, grandpa, you're not going to believe this coach took me out of the game. And I was complaining, you know, it's always somebody else's fault. And, um, he had this goatee and he said, well, Terry, you get what you focus on. And I got mad, you know, like a teenager. (laughs) That's not my fault. Grandpa, what are you talking about? And he said, let me ask you a question. The first half, when you were winning, what were you focused on? And I thought about it scoring second half when you were having trouble, what were you focused on? I said, the defenders. And he said, yeah, you get what you focus on. And I was like, oh my God. And he said, you know, in life, um, it doesn't go the way that we planned. And your life is not going the way that you planned. It's difficult, it's challenging. Your parents are, they've, they're struggling. Are you focused on that? Or are you focused on who you want to be and where you want to go? 
Mm. And I get goosebumps every time I tell that story. It changed my life. And so from that point forward, I focused on where I want to go rather than the obstacle in front of me. Wow. That is amazing to have that lesson at that age. Yeah. How old were you? Did you say again, like middle school? Eighth, ninth grade. Yeah. I was in, I I, I just gone into high school. So it must've been ninth grade. Yeah. Ninth grade. Wow. So that is the moment that you feel changed your life forever. Changed my life forever. And whenever I get stuck, you know, even in today's politically charged environment, regardless of what side you're on, nobody likes the way that things are going right now, regardless of which side, what we're focused on the differences. We're not focused on how can we intend and collaborate to create a, a more loving, more grace-filled world. And I think if we stop focusing on what's not working and started focusing on the opportunities to collaborate and to work for good, I think our world would look different. Totally. Definitely, definitely. Like I'm a big believer on that too. I love that. That is such an important words for people to hear. So do you still have a, a relationship with your grandfather? Is he still alive or? No, he passed away when I was uh, 25, 26. Um, but I still feel his spirit with me all the time. Yeah. Amazing. And, and so after uh, school, so how did you, what were the steps that you took to get away from your childhood life? Like how you were living, like after high school, did you have a plan or did you just kind of take it step by step? Yeah, I think I, I think it goes back to that lesson. That's why I like Sharon to, to start with that lesson is I focused on where I wanted to go next. Like I, I couldn't see when you grow in the kind of grow up in the kind of poverty, you know, we barely had food. It was a 600 square foot rat infested trailer. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't see the abundant life that I have today. It didn't seem possible. So I just focused on the next step and I focused on where I wanted to go next. And I knew that the next step, first I had to graduate high school because I left home right after my 17th birthday in this very dramatic um, string of events. And I just said, I'm out and walked out with my gym bag and never looked back. Um, and I would just had you know, just was the end of my junior year going into my senior year. So first was graduate. That was my next step. And I'm going to focus on that. Then it was, okay, college, is that possible? That became step number two. And then I got a degree in education. So I'm going to get a job now. And then it was like, Hey, this isn't working for me anymore. So what's next. Right. So it's really about focusing on where you want to go next, rather than thinking you need to have it all mapped out. And Lo and behold, here I am, you know, almost 60. Um, I've had an incredible career. I've got an incredible portfolio of purpose-driven companies. It's like a purposeful shark tank. And I love who I became in the process. I'm abundant. I'm healthy. But it came from that, you know, you get what you focus on. So just focus on that next step rather than what's not working. That's amazing. What an amazing, inspiring story. And also, did you just say you're almost 60? Yeah, because I was going to say that too. I was like, <laughs> you look so youthful. Wow. Yeah. Well, right, right. So, you know, I don't, <laughs> to me, it's like every decade gets better. I live that way. And, um, you know, and so I feel young and vibrant and, wow. you know, I yeah, say you I'm older than I look, right? <laughs> you seem like you would be in your 40s with that. Like you seem, wow, that's amazing. That's sick. That shows you that the work that you do and what you focus on really does it really does create change in how you feel. You feel youthful. You look youthful. People are attracted to that energy. 
Right. right. You know? and that, that, that really, that vibe, you know, sticks with you. If, you. if you're in that positive zone, that feel of uplifting and bringing people up, you know, like that just carries on, you know, into exactly. it as well, you know, and you, you yeah. share your message, you relay your message and, and things happen, you know, for the good. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have those times, you know, that we go like this, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a great, great thing. Right. Yeah. So on that note, as an adult, what are some setbacks that you've gone through that have have strengthened you and and still brought you here to where you are today? Wow, that I've got many I could tell there. So (laughs) um, uh, so I'll tell the one that happened most recently. So I 20 2009, I started this purposeful shark tank called Share on Purpose. Succeed on Purpose was our first concept. You know, I lost a lot of money trying to figure out how to invest in purposeful businesses and start them. But eventually I figured it out. By 2016, 2017, we were doing great. And I was, you know, making money. I'm on top of the world. 2018 rolls around. Largest business loses its largest client. They said they weren't going to pay. Left us with hundreds of thousands of dollars in bills. Wow. And, and I had to lay off my staff. And, you know, I mean, you know, not the whole thing, but, and as I laid them off and other clients got mad and we just started losing clients and this business was probably 60% of all of our profits. Um, and it was just crumbling like around me. So at, at the point at which I realized there is nothing I can do this business, it's Phoenix rising, baby, this business is coming down and I'll pick up the ashes and rebuild it. I'm just going to let it fall. And I had this awareness not just to focus on what I wanted, but I took it to another level. Um, I said, I think I'm going to be grateful for failure rather than being afraid of it, rather than fighting it. I'm just going to be grateful when I lose a client, I'm going to be like, thank you. That just means that it's going to give me a different direction. And it was this beautiful thing. And it was so powerful for me that I got the word grateful tattooed to my arm. Because it completely changed my energy and my life to be grateful for failure, to let it fail, to be grateful for somehow this is leading me where I want it to be. Um, And it was such a beautiful experience. And obviously we got through that and got back on track and then COVID happened. So when COVID happened, it was like, piece of cake, let's be grateful for the failure. And I pulled clients together and taught them, you know, the little way that I get through that. And how do I shift my mindset to be grateful for failure and and now I've got all these clients that are loyal because I helped them navigate COVID. I wouldn't have had that perspective had I not lost. I think we lost like $1.4 million in six months. It was horrible, but I wouldn't have had the awareness. I wouldn't have had the toolkit. I wouldn't have had the mindset to help all of these clients navigate these last couple of years of COVID. You know, and I literally say, look, I got, this is a $1.6 million tattoo right here. And <laughs> how do it, and we got you know we got through it, and they point back to those early sessions in March 2020 and April 2020 when we were making the pivots, um, and how do you actually be grateful for things going wrong? And it, so it's like a level up from you get what you focus on. It's really um, you get what you give, and just give gratitude for failure and be okay with it. Yeah, that's true. Sharon and I, we talk a lot about that. Like, you know, I'm a trainer and sometimes clients go away, you know, and I lose that income. And I'm just like, 
that just means one door closed another one's about to open you know what i'm saying like i can fill in that spot and i just i it might take some time to find somebody but you know when you find them that connection happens you know what I'm right saying? And then you can look back and go, ah, okay, now I know what that was about. And then that person that I meet or comes into my life, like I learn from them. I always learn from all my clients, like whether I'm teaching them what I know, like they have something to offer to me. I just got to pay attention and listen to that. Right. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. I live by exactly what you're talking about too. Yeah. I like this story that you you said because I kind of went through a similar thing in the last year and um, it was a big lesson for me and I had to keep focusing on on the advantage of the situation. Um, but I would there would be days where I mean there was a day I mean Cisco saw me have a panic attack you know initially, um, but I you know I had my tools and I stopped and I gathered myself up and I said you know what there's a reason for this and I have to trust I have to trust that this is what's supposed to happen. So definitely better to have that, that, you know, to live with that perception of, you know, there's something to be grateful for and everything because it really makes life easier. Yeah. And I think, I think that's why I tattooed it to my arm. Like I didn't want to forget, you know, yeah. I, it was easy to remember losing that much money when I didn't have to pay taxes for a couple of years. It was easy to remember, but I knew when I became bun- abundant again, that I could forget Yes. And I never want to forget that failure is just a stepping stone to the thing that you want. Yes. Oh, so great. Love it. Yeah. Oh gosh. I just love this kind of talk. <laughs> okay. That was a great example of, you know, setbacks that happen in business. So how, how would you say your business has evolved since you, first of all, what year did you start this actual like growth personal development type business? Um, so the, the holding company um, started in 2009. The first concept, Succeed on Purpose, which is really where it all began, started in late 2009. And then all of the other businesses came after that. We just launched our sixth concept um, uh, in the middle of the pandemic. We launched our sixth um, concept. And I've got two more that are moving through the cultivator right now. So um, it's, you know, 13 going on 14 years that I've been in this purposeful bring, you know, your, bring your business and your soul together to do purposeful work, um, serve rather than sell, you know, purpose, then profit. Um, and I just wouldn't trade any of it. And I, I wouldn't have been here had it not been that belief in you get what you focus on. And then now I've got this new thing is just be grateful for everything, including failure. Because mm-hmm. yeah. failure is when you learn your biggest lesson. Yeah. Or you, you learn the lesson of failure, like, oh, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> or maybe I should have done something else. You know, I'm a big believer in that too. Like, I, I try not to sweat if something how like, oh man, okay. Then uh, <laughs> let's go about going around that and go to, you know, make it happen. Just make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Do what you can to make exactly. it happen. Yes, definitely. So what would be an ideal client for you? Like what, what are the clients looking for? On the business business side, um, shiftco.global, which is the concept that we launched in um, 2020, they are an entrepreneur that's doing soulful work or trying to make the world better. And they want to grow their profit to grow their impact. 
So it's not about the money, but money matters. Um, it's not about profits. It's really about their purpose, but profits matter. So shiftco.global, we help grow companies that make the world better. Um, so whether they're just getting started or they're, you know, 2 million in revenue, um, we've got a program that is a diagnostic prescriptive methodology to help them grow and scale their impact as well as their revenue and profit. So that's that. The other one um, is succeed on purpose. I always come back to that because that's my, that's my baby. And that's truly where a lot of this, the beautiful things that I do today were really born. And we are really there about helping people remove their energy blocks. They're helping them improve their mindset and helping them learn how to attract prosperity energetically. So we have a pretty awesome methodology to help them do that, to actually create, create the energy stream in your body that attracts what you want rather than trying to work to get it. It's very, very powerful. Um, so those are probably the two areas that, you know, I think match up really well with your audience. Um, but at, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, people can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. I mean, I'm here to serve and, um, I, you know, invest in concepts all the time. So that's an option, but it's really about people that are trying to make the world better. And I just want to point them in the right direction to help them get there. Yeah. I mean, most of my clients are older and, you know, I always uh, like older clients because I always feel like I have something to learn, but then I always feel like they know they should know a little bit more, but like, man, I'm teaching them, you know, all these different physical things. So like, I get what you're saying, like have them, it don't matter how old you are, you're always learning, no matter what age you are, <laughs> you can be 80 years old and still be learning something, but like, yeah. yeah dynamic of like it, age doesn't really matter but to bring people together and like come up with a that there was something maybe in your life that you were missing but you're here to help them you know understand that missing link you know so. yeah and I think you're right you hit the nail on the head I mean I learned from my clients as well um that it's it's mutually beneficial that way yeah, yeah and I think as you learn from your clients you start getting these ideas of these other businesses right yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where a lot of the collaborations come from is, you know, working with them. Yeah. And did, have you written something, published something? Yeah. So um, uh, two books are published and have been out. And then um, the second book, um, which was called The New World of Work that I did in 2012, which was about the virtual work movement, mm -hmm. a publisher came back to us and asked us to re-release it 10 years later. So the second edition of the new world of work is coming out um, this wow. fall because the publisher was like, Oh my God, you guys predicted all of this. Yeah. Thing, right? I mean, it was like the stats, you know, it was like to the T how to make it work now. And, and we wrote it 10 years ago. Um, and wow. so the second edition is coming out. Like what we learned 10 years later, you know, now that it's obvious that virtual work is the way to go, what we learn. So I'm excited about that. That'll be coming out this fall. That's hey, great. You're saying mm -hmm. Like we, like who? I had a co-author in that one. Um, he has a, uh, a customer service firm that uses gig workers and has, you know, for a long time. And so, and he's like a brother and we were talking about it. I was seeing these, this change after I started the portfolio of companies. And I'm like, man, this virtual work thing is a better way to go. Again, this was 2010, 2011, 2012. We started talking about it. And he's like, we should write a book together. I'm like, let's do it. So wow. we wrote 
we wrote the new world of work, released it in 2012. And then now they came back to us and we're going to do a second edition 10 years later. Cool. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have to pick up a copy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited now because it was, it, you know, we we're kind of hoping back then that we, you know, had it. And now in hindsight, we were like, yeah, like we were spot on. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, universities, how do universities need to change? This was 10 years ago. We were talking about this. And now, you know, wow, they look like a totally different thing. You know, corporations, if you don't figure out how to make virtual work, you're going to lose your people. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. That goes, right. You know, so. Um, so, yeah, it's very it's very exciting to see how close we were and how spot on we were. And with 10 years behind us and then COVID in the rearview mirror, it was, yeah. it was a pretty fun project. Wow. That's amazing. So, help. Yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like the whole world had to just like figure it out real quick. Maybe maybe yeah. some of them read your book already, though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it, you know, when you look back and you, you the companies that pivoted and the people that pivoted, they were able to adapt to change really quickly and they just went mobile and they found a way to make it work. And the companies that now are forcing people back into the cubicle, they're going to pay a price for that. Mm-hmm. Totally. You're right. Wow. So much has changed in the world. <laughs> yes, it has. Well, you guys, are, you guys are doing good work. So tell me a little bit about how you serve, because I'm always interested in that. Oh, now we're put on the spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I work with um, kids. So I, I'm a life coach for kids or I'm helping kids deal with their emotional management and building up their self, self-esteem because I felt like that was something I needed. So when you tell the story about when you're eighth and ninth grade and your, your grandfather tells you that one thing that just clicked, you know, I want to be that person for, you know, kids all over the world. And so when COVID hit, I went, I went global. I was only doing it in my local area. And now it's like, oh, now I can see kids all over the world. And this is a great thing. And it just, yes. so that's my main focus. And then parents and, you know, other things, but my main focus is kids. So very rewarding. It is. And then Cisco. Yeah. So me, uh, actually, I I was a a bike messenger for 12 years. And then you had that look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As well. So uh, I, I, my job came to an end and like, I mean, I'd always been in fitness. I've been racing bikes and, and triathlons and road racing and mountain biking and cyclocross and all that. And I was like, oh man, I'll just go into training. And, you know, I was bonking all the time. Well, not all the time, but I was bonking from race to race. And I was like, man, let me get in. You know, I've always been exercising, but man, it wasn't until I got into, uh, the schooling certification of uh, all personal training. And like, next thing I knew, I was like, man, I need to share this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to share my my failures with people because they come to me and they're like, hey, I want to do this and that. And like, you know, of course I talked to them about nutrition and target, target heart rate monitoring and stretching and all, you know, all the whole shebang that comes with fitness. And next thing you know is like I just started like I feel like sometimes when I get climbed I just start speaking in tongue like Whoa! like I get possessed because I just have so much passion and love for what I do that you know and I have my client range is like five years old to like 80 you know so like you know I learn from little kids of what they can do and what they can do and 
you know, mainly I just try to teach my failures from and from the fitness educational level, you know, like, hey, look, I know, you know, but everyone's different, but like, you know, hey, let's try this and that and this, you know, I'll always throw what people can do. Like I work with people, you know, like, what are you capable of doing? What kind of physical ailments you have? Like, you know, medication, what? All right, look, let's take it from, you know, you got to like feed me what's up with you and I'll give you like a, you know, just a remedy or prescription Correction. or how, how to go about becoming a better person, not just, you know, physically, you know, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you know, all, all that, you know, to, you know, in one, because they, I mean, you, you never know what you're capable of doing until you do it. You know, yeah. who couldn't do anything when that saw them. And then like a month later, they're just like, oh my God, I just did that. You know, like, <laughs> yes, you did. You know what I'm saying? Like, pat yourself on the back. I'll give you a hug. And, you know, anything's possible. Don't ever doubt yourself, you know, whether if there's something, you know, up with you physically or mentally, you know, like you can overcome those challenges the best you can. Just You just have to apply yourself and want to do it. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people like, I'm, I'm a medium. Just, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, just, just hear me out. And if you want to try what I'm saying or add what you want to do, you know, like let's work together. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing of working together. And I'll, I'll do my best to help you and you do your best to help yourself. Love it. And I can tell both of you are super passionate about what you do. And that's to me what soulful work is, is when you, you were meant to do it and you feel like you're in your zone, you know, that's, yeah. there's no better place to be than that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We need to look into your programs. <laughs> I think we get, we could use help in any way, you know, for, I like to get, I like to get dabbles of everybody's like wisdom and kind of like take it in and yeah. and digest it and use it to my benefit, you know, learn. I love to learn. So we'll definitely be keeping in touch and watching you and what you have to offer. And we'll, we'll link all of, all of your um, links and your book and everything uh, with the show notes. And we'll definitely, you know, share this with everyone. And we're so thankful that you're here, but could you tell us before you say goodbye, uh, what is, what are some, th maybe one thing or a couple of things, maybe a book you want to share or something you like to do every day, something that uplifts you every day um, that you have to do in order to stay balanced? For me, it's meditation um, uh, and really uh, being in the practice of moving myself into the present and trying to stay there as much as possible. When you're a serial entrepreneur with multiple businesses, and multiple people that work for me in different businesses with multiple clients, you know, my calendar can get like this and it's so easy to race to the next meeting, but I've trained myself to stop. Even if I'm five minutes late for the next meeting and take just five minutes in between and just say, you know what, I'm just going to breathe for five minutes before the next mm -hmm. meeting I'm present for that next person and not racing from meeting to meeting. So that's the practice I start with breath and meditation in the morning to get centered. And then throughout the day, unless it's really critical, I either end, you know, three to five minutes early, or I let somebody know I'm going to be a couple of minutes late because I need my breathing time and I breathe. So I'm present for the next person. That is great advice. I have to do that too. If I, if I have a lot of clients in a row, I have to stop and, and just breathe a little bit before I move on. Otherwise I can't give them what they need. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'll just say all the opposite. Like today, this morning, I had five back-to-back <laughs> five, six, three. Like I'm just like boom, 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 one after another. But I don't know. I kind of live for it. Like it. It's- <laughs> he is he's he's he loves adrenaline and just like go 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 he has that energy and him that you just you're you're yeah you're kind of different i need that um in between <laughs> but don't get me wrong after i'm done with those five i'm just like then i can chill out then you, know? you can chill right <laughs> and, and you know just breathe or just kind of lose my mind and something else but then you know i, I gotta pull out my little book and you know, I'm a hand pin. Yeah, I got my four color pin here. Everything's colorized. And, you know, I, I just map my day or my week out, you know, like. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <It's> on fire. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on. And, you know, when you send the links over, we'll share them with our shift code community and they love shows like yours and they'll, you know, want to hear more about it. So that we'll share it. We'll share it there and we'll succeed on purpose and, spread the word of the good work you guys are doing. Great. Thank you so much. And likewise, we'll do the same for you. We can't wait awesome. to share this. Yeah. Great to meet Great. you guys. Hey, Terry, Bye. Thank, thank you. So you know, Thanks, guys. Catch you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.